Okay. Hey there. How's it going? Good. Um, hey everyone. Welcome back. Um, Crash is working on getting in. She would be here uh, shortly, so just hold on. We'll pop her in as soon as she gets here. So we are back together again with um, our Affidavits 101 series. Um, it's lesson two, but step three. Um, so uh, James has joined us again. Oh, here she is. There, there she we go. Is. Right. Hey guys. Hey. It's been a What's up? Day. <laughs> <laughs> looks, it looks like our... it's nice and sunny in Mississippi right now, huh? Um, we have those crazy southern storms going through. Oh, so good. Well, at least you guys are getting have... water. Yeah, a little bit of break. We're uh, we're we're uh, burning up to death in Utah, right? <laughs> we are. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to get this worked out. So hold on, guys. So so anyway, we've got um, we've got a few people on here, and um, good to see my buddy Crash wearing some stripes, stars and stripes over there. What are you wearing? Don't mind me over here. I'm still trying to pay my bill. I just didn't want to leave y'all hanging. Oh, you got the stars on. <laughs> I got the stripes on. Make okay, sure you pay so the bill so they don't cut you off midstream. <laughs> James is on the road. And uh, joining us uh, for for the process for uh, for step three of the affidavits. As we streamline it, as we create it, we're doing this. Um, we're doing this live. We're creating the website, the information, and the step processes, uh, just so there's you know to save time to get it out there as fast as possible. So, yeah. um, so we're going to go through step three today. And I do have the website up. So if you want me to put that. Up, yeah, I go ahead. Do Let's, yeah, I don't think we're going to be the uh, PowerPoint anymore, right? No, I think we've moved on from that. We can just go to the website and start talking about some of that stuff, you bet. So. All right. Let me put you here real quick and then see if I do that. There we go. That's better. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um, so you want to give them a quick recap on step one and step two? That was from last week. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, basically, step one is is um, like we talked about is you you as a as a man or a woman can only be harmed or damaged by another man or woman. So if you have a if you have an issue that arises because another man or woman has harmed you either physically, emotionally, or or financially, you have recourse to that. And the the process that we teach, the process that I'm teaching, the process that Alphonse teaches, just again, I want to make this 100% clear. I'm not smart enough to come up with this on my own. <laughs> I just, I retain information very well and I can turn it around and teach it. Um, so I am just expounding on what Alphonse Fagiolo has been teaching for the last 18 months to two years um, through his website. So this this website that, that um, we're setting up here, um, we're just taking the information that Alphonse has that's already out there and putting in a more concise step one, step two, well, what if this happens scenario. So to, to, as the refresher, like we talked about, step one, need to identify who's trying to make a claim against you, which man or woman is attempting to do something to you that is outside of the bounds of their scope of their public office or if they're if they're an employee at a, at a corporation or something of that nature um are they doing something that is not in line with the law 
So that's your first step. And then we're going to send them, like we talked about, uh, the packet of affidavits. So I've been seeing a lot recently. Um, some people have been saying, well, uh, I thought an affidavit was was only for this and that I'm a living man or a woman, so I need to stand like a living testimony or this or that and everything else. And I'll just tell you, I, I go back to Alphonse's, um, his, his theory is, it's, I shouldn't say theory, it's really, I mean, it's been proven to work. So we got to remember, we're dealing with a corrupt organization, the Bar Association. They have corrupted all of our courts, and it's not just our courts. They've, they've corrupted courts across the country, uh, excuse me, across the world. So the Bar Association is everywhere. They have their fingers in everything. And if we go in there and we start showing paperwork that we know is, is true for us as a, as a common man or a woman or common law, the, the judge is going to look us in the face and go, you're one of these crazy people. You need to have your head examined, number one. And number two, I'm, I'm holding you in contempt of court. You're going to end up in jail. And that's happened to people. That's not what we want. And that's not what I'm teaching. So we, we use an affidavit because it's simply – it simply states that the they they know what an affidavit is. I mean, this is an affidavit is a lawful legal document. They will recognize it. It's right. it's been it's been uh, used all the way up into the Supreme Court, United States. It's something so that's why we use affidavits. In, it's something accepted in their process. Correct, correct. So, but this is why I'm saying is is you're taking that that uh, uh, legal jujitsu, if you will. And we're twi we're twisting it from legal to lawful. So, because we 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 were us men and women, we live under the lawful side of the world, where these uh, these liars, these attorneys, these members of the bar association, these judges, they live under the legal side of the world. So we we want to step out of the legal and into the lawful. So this is that process for how we do that. And okay. we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're not trying to to go crazy nuts here we just want to get our side of the story on the record and this is how we do it so so that's your step two is you're going to submit your affidavit packet your affidavit of status your affidavit of fact and your notice of claim so okay. and those were in our last video we went through those so yes. um the last video we did you can go and see details about them we clicked on the links showed you what each one means and what it's for okay Correct. so Yes. And, and you can acquire those affidavits right here. Mm -hmm. um, this is the affidavit temp pack. And they can be tweaked. And we they set up be. our Telegram chat. So if you have questions about it or if you think something needs changing or anything like that, uh, the Telegram yes. chat is affidavits with an S 101. Yes. Okay. All right. So here we are, step three. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So now, now what do we do, right? So you've set your... You've identified this man or woman that has harmed you, and you've sent your affidavit packet to them. So, so now what do you do? Well, you've got to give them some time to respond. E even though we write these affidavits in a way that it's it's impossible to rebut them, you, you might get a response of some kind. And what do I mean by that? Well, ideally, what we want is we want a response from this man or woman that has harmed us that said, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I screwed up. How can I make this right? Right? I, I'm just gonna tell you that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Crash is laughing. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Crash? <laughs> I've had. I a mean, day. that's. Yeah. <laughs> we would love that, but it's not gonna happen. Okay. That's in the world that we live in. 
men and women today, especially today, are so egotistical <laughs> that they have done nothing wrong, right? So it, it's and it's it takes a very yes, it takes a very big man or a woman to admit that they're wrong. So it's 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 highly unlikely you're going to get any kind of response in from this this man or woman that has damaged you just from sending your affidavits. But you do need to give them that time. The law requires it. Now, a couple of things that you might see, um, and I'm just going to give um, just a quick little blip here. So um, some folks here locally, uh, prior to working with, with you, Crash and Justice, I, I helped them submit some affidavits to a local school district. Um, they submitted some affidavits. They got a response from the school district's attorney. It was in an email that said, we got your, your stuff. You only gave us 10 days to respond. Well, according to this law, this Utah code, blah, 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 we have 60 days to review and, re and, and, and respond. Please make all correspondence in this matter to me. Please send it all to me, Mr. Mr. Attorney Liger. So, so I've got some issues with that, and I'll tell you why. So... Let me let me let me put it to you this way, um, Crash and Justice. So, Crash, if I send you an affidavit because you did something to me, and you hand that packet over to Justice, and then Justice reaches out to me and says, "Please direct all correspondence to me," is that within line with what I just sent you? She's shaking her head. No, <laughs> you're right. Because did does Justice have firsthand knowledge? Of what happened between you and me? Nope. Does she have personal knowledge of what happened between you and me? Nope. So, is is she you? No, I she's don't think not. So. No, no, I can tell you she's not. <laughs> <laughs> not not unless you have a clone in another state that's about seven states to the west of you. So, um, no, she's not. And the same thing is true with these these attorneys when they respond on behalf of their clients. So what happens is when you serve these affidavits, because this is so, I mean, it's people have not seen these before. They, they haven't been used in the way that they should have been used. Um, so oftentimes they're just gonna say, uh, I don't know what this is. I'm just gonna hand this to my attorney, let them look at it, and then ha have them tell me how to respond. Um, that's a problem because again, in order for, according to the evidentiary rule 602, in order for anybody to bring any kind of evidence into a into a court, they have to have firsthand knowledge and have witnessed what happened. That attorney never saw what happened. They don't have firsthand knowledge of what's going on. So therefore, they are they cannot bring any kind of testimony into this matter pursuant pursuant to that rule. So that, now you'll have people say, but then attorneys have been doing that for centuries because you have something that happens to you when you go hire an attorney and the attorney sure. then makes information to whoever they are. Sure. An issue, right? Sure. Yeah. And, and that's, that's going to be the argument, but, but who sets those rules? Who sets the rules for uh, allowing attorneys to represent you, not represent, right. but represent you. It's the bar association. They created the what's called the rules of civil procedure. Every state has them. There's even federal rules of civil procedure. Um, and the attorneys in the bar association got together and they put these rules together. And they said, hey, 
we as attorneys in a professional corporation, we're all going to abide by these rules. And if you bring litigation against this guy, I want you to abide by this rule. And then, and then this guy's attorney will abide by this rule and then we'll all get along. Because like I said before, when, when liars get involved, the only people that win are liars. They don't care. They're going to charge you a hefty retainer up front and say, oh, I can defend you in this case. Um, you're going to need to give me seven dollars or $10,000 first or maybe even more. Mm-hmm. That's how they work. That's how they work. Um, and that's, that's why it's a problem. So if you get something from an attorney in response to your affidavit packet. You're all clicking you to, there. Yes. So there's a response, right? So we talked about this. Well, we haven't talked about it yet. You and I talked about this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you, you could get, yeah. So under your possible responses, you could get a no nonsense um, letter that means nothing from like a county clerk or something like that. It says, yeah, we got this, but we couldn't find the law that this applies to. And whatever. They're just giving something. So threatening communication from the attorney. Now, if it comes in the mail, this is what you're going to want to do. James? James? Yes. Yes. Pop, pop, back, pop, pop back up to the top and read read that um, oh, where, where yes. it would not apply. Yeah. So, again, when when an, the power of affidavits is if, if you serve an affidavit to another man or woman, that man or woman must respond to your affidavit. They must rebut your affidavit. And only that man or woman. Now, this is what we're talking about here. So if you receive a rebuttal, it does not reply, does not apply if your rebuttal is signed by the offending party. So okay. that's what we want to so talk that about. That goes into what he was saying about the lawyer or anybody Correct. other than the person you sent it to. It, this, Correct. This, what we're going through now does not apply if it was signed by... By the man or the woman. Now, here's let me, let me just clear something up here. Now... If I serve this affidavit packet and I hand this off to my attorney and he writes something up for me and says, okay, you need to sign here and send this back, that's a different story. Now, we'll, we'll deal with that as it comes to it, but uh, I have yet to see that. Um, I have been following Alphonse now for going on close to six months, and he's yet to see it. So he's been doing this for a number of years, and, and other people have been doing this even longer than he has. So it's very unlikely that's going to happen. Nine times out of ten, what happens is you get a response from that person, that other man or woman's attorney. And this is where we want to say, okay, now, how did I get that response? So um, if if the attorney types something up, signs his name on it, signs such and such attorney, Esquire, from law firm, blah, 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 and he mails that to you, well, now we're going to file a mail fraud complaint. Because that, that attorney has just committed fraud forgery, identity theft, trespass, securities fraud, extortion, um, and a number of other crimes. So we've got them all listed right there. That's a big problem. Now, what happens if that attorney, because we put our contact information, our affidavits, our, our phone number, and our email address. Well, what happens if they send something in the email? Well, you just wouldn't file a mail fraud complaint, but everything else would apply. So this is where um, Alphonse says um, in some of his attorney, excuse me, some of his YouTube videos, where he talks about who, who are the weakest link in this process. Well, if you're, if someone's coming after you that works for a service corporation like a city or a county or even the state, for example, 
because we all know that they're, they're service corporations. They're, they're doing business as governments, even though they're not. Um, whoever that person or that man or woman is that's bringing this situation up, they're the weakest link. But the attorney is the second weakest link. So I know we have some um, here in Utah. I, I say here in Utah. I'm sitting in Wisconsin. But here in Utah, <laughs> um, we, we, have, we have an issue with, with a school district where they're trying to fraudulently come after parents who were exercising their constitutionally secured rights to protest their grievances, seek a redress for their grievances. Well, now they've, they've handed this stuff off to the attorney that's, that's handling this. And those attorneys are the second weakest link in the process. So I don't, excuse me. I don't want you guys to be afraid if you get anything from an attorney. Matter of fact, you should be happy if you see something from an attorney, because if this attorney is smart, which nine out of 10 of them are not, but if this attorney is smart, when you send your affidavit packet to this attorney and say, get your nose out of this, my business where it doesn't belong, or I'm going to come after you, then they'll back away. They'll, they'll go back to their client and say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Mm. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what you can do. So you get, Let's go back to the first thing and say you get a letter in the mail and the letter is says something to the effect that uh, my client has received your information. You only gave us X amount of time to, to look at this. We, we want to look at this, you know, longer or whatever else. And if you do, we're threatening to do this and this and everything else or whatever the case may be. I don't care what he has written in there. It's garbage. It's not worth the letter, the paper it's written on. So the, your first step is you're going to go on to, and I can't remember, did we post it on here? Yeah, there we it is. Did it. Yeah, so you're going to print off this mail fraud form, or you can fill it out digitally and then print it off. It's from the United States Postal Service, and they investigate this stuff because there are laws against mailing threatened communications and trying to extort money from people. That's a securities fraud. I mean, there's so many other different crimes, actual actual crimes that are on the books that they've committed or that hmm. they, they are committing. Okay, so that's the first thing you're going to do. I suggest to make two copies of it. You're going to well, keep the one. First thing, the first thing uh, we have written is we're going to repeat the affidavit form process. So you're yes. creating a new packet. So yes. you look up. Uh, is it not big? I'm going to make it a little bigger for you. No, um, I can see it you're, if you're good. Okay. And then you're changing the response time, right? Yep. From 10 days to three. Yeah. Right. You're, you're giving them three days instead of 10 days as you yeah. gave the first person yeah. 10 days. Now, now again, you, you can't just turn around, just copy and paste the affidavit process that you sent to the offending party, just send it to this attorney. You do have to make some things that are pretty specific to the attorney. I'm going to try and come up with something. I know it can be really hard to, to come up with that. So I've actually got to, to help another individual um, with the scenario, right? This is this exact same scenario. So I'm going to try and write something up. And if I can post it up here, I'll, I'll get it over to you guys. So you can see how you should reply to an attorney, but you don't need to be afraid. So you're right. That's the first thing you're going to do is you're going to create another affidavit packet. Your, your affidavit of status is pretty much going to stay the same. The only thing that's going to change is going to be your affidavit of fact and your notice of claim. So um, again, the mail fraud, we talked about that. You're going to make two copies. You can mail one to the United States Postal Service, or you can just take it right into any post office and hand it to them, and they'll get it to the Postmaster General. So it'll get where it needs to go. Okay. Um, 
You're also going to keep one to your add the, the second copy to your affidavit packet you want to send to the attorney. You want this attorney to know you're not just some average monkey, as as uh, Alphonse says, off the street. You know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. And you're going to show this attorney who's in charge. Okay? The second thing you're going to do after that is you're going to file a bar grievance. Now, I do have a change here. I was just notified not even 20 minutes beforehand. The bar grievance form that I was able to find is actually not the correct form. So I will email you, Justice, the correct form that we can put up on here okay. um, and, that, and that process for how it should work. Okay. Um, what you're going to do with this, though, is you're going to fill it out, just your, your information, and then you want to look for your state rules of professional conduct. So you can go onto Google and do search Utah Bar Rules of Professional Conduct or Texas Bar Rules of Professional Conduct. They're all pretty much the same. Some of them are, are labeled differently. But you're going to see when you read through this thing that these attorneys, these liars, are violating their own rules of professional conduct every single day. Um, there's things in there that says like they're not supposed to take on cases that they know constitutes criminal fraud. They're not supposed to advise clients to do anything criminal. I mean, there's a whole number of things. You really don't care what it says. But you do want to get that uh, information on there because, again, the, the state bar, they're just going to take this and throw it in the garbage. So they care about it, but the attorney is required to notify his insurance company. There's the one there who we're actually trying to get this information to. So make two copies again. You're going to mail one to your state attorney general or... There is an address on the new bar grievance form, which is the office of Utah. For the one for Utah, it's the Office of Rules of Professional Conduct. So you're actually going to mail it there instead. So we'll change that. Um, mail certified mail, like we talked about. You're going to keep the other one, and you're going to put that in your affidavit packet. So you're going to let this attorney know. Again, when he gets your packet, he's going to see the affidavit of fact, the affidavit of status. He's going to see a notice of claim. He's going to see a mail fraud complaint if he mailed you something, and he's going to see a bar grievance. Just do you think this attorney is going to keep coming after you? If he's smart, he will walk away. And we're going to give him that chance, him or her. I keep saying him, but I mean him or her. Okay. So it's an IQ test. Correct. It is. It's like, let's see, did you actually learn anything in law school, or are you just going to keep trying to press me through? You're on mute, Crash, if you're talking. Crash, were you trying to say something? You were on, you were on mute. Um, <laughs> I was just saying hey. that um, we can expect that they will fail that test because they've been hypoxic for two years. Yes, they have. See, attorneys, attorneys think that they live by a set of different rules and that different things apply to them, which just isn't true. Um, they're men and women just like us. They have equal rights to us. They don't have superior rights to us. Just because they may know the law or know the legal process, or when I say, when I take that back, they don't, they, they probably don't know the law very well, but they do know the rules of civil procedure, which we don't care because we're not following the rules of civil procedure. I mean, we'll use them if they use, if it's to our advantage, but oftentimes when we file suits in federal court, 
we're filing without an attorney, as you've, as we've talked about, and we're not filing this according to the rules of civil procedure. We're filing this according to the rules of common law as states in the Seventh Amendment to the Constitution. So this is the process. If you get something from an attorney on behalf of this other man or woman that has damaged you, this is what you will do. Now, your hope is that it stops there. You're going to give this attorney three days to walk away and say, I'm done with this. If he keeps coming after you, we're going to follow. You're going to go put him right back in line with the next step in the affidavit process. So any questions on that? Is there anybody in the chat that has any questions on that? Do we know? There, there is, but I don't I don't see any questions. Um, yeah, today is a simple one, I think, because. Um, because um, that's I think that's all we have, right? That's that's just it. That's step three. Yeah, that's step right? three. Well, I mean, well, technically that is step three, but there's we when we go back to the other page, there's there's actually more than just four steps. So we can talk about the step after this today. Yes, this, right, right. The other one after that is a big one. And so I want to spend a lot of time on that if we can. So, OK, so I'll, I'll just click, click yeah. these links to let them see what, what, yes. what so these things are like real quick. The mail fraud. Yes. Kind of, this is separate, but I guess not. Can we, as the people, prosecute the electorals in the states for mail fraud based the on the last, the based on the election and using mail-in ballots? So let me let me see if I'm trying to understand. What do you mean by that? Kind of expound by it. The electors bypass the legislator in order to use mail-in ballots under the whole we're under a pandemic so we're going to oh, send yes. everybody oh, a thing yes can that be yes. prosecuted as mail fraud by we the people and bypass this whole charade of the audits i love what your head is um possibly so Really, I mean, when you look at this mail, are you able to open up that form, Justice, by chance? The mail fraud form? Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Let me just switch. Um, yeah, because it, it's there's there's like 15 or 20 different items there that you can say, hey, I didn't I didn't request this. This is unsolicited mail, things of that nature. Hmm. Um, that might fall under that. Um, but, it, I mean, you could use the affidavit process on on these people for sure but then you're, you're that? That would be fun. well so <laughs> um we, we actually uh, in utah i can tell you this we actually created a separate affidavit for auditing the vote in utah um and i don't know how many people filled that out but it was well over it was close to over a thousand people maybe more than that i mean this is utah right i mean who would have thought there's any problems in you oh there's problems in utah there's problems in every state okay there's well, they're, they're auditing state. um oklahoma i think is what i saw and they're like yeah freaking out on me yeah why oklahoma like, oh, well, everything's red why are we auditing it and it's like well, yeah no it's the same in utah right so i mean we when when we looked at the numbers in utah the areas that we have cause for concern is not the general i mean the general election is an area for concern but the primaries that was a huge area for concern for us so yeah that's what we're hoping to achieve. But yeah, here's here's the form here. If you scroll down a little bit there, Justice, I mean, we might be able to see, or maybe it gives you a drop down of what the, 
Yeah, okay, here you, here you go. Yeah, keep going down. All right, so right there, see where it says type of mail fraud complaint? Hold Stop on, right there. Yeah. So if you see where it says type of mail fraud complaint and there's a drop down that says scheme category, you see that? It's toward I'm the bottom at... of the page. Oh, uh, keep going down. Of, yeah. yeah, stop right there. Yep, yep. there you go. Okay. So, so click on did that. Did you first lose top money? Down. We did lose a lot of money. Yep, yep. So click on that first drop down, the scheme category. Okay, I, I'm clicking on it, and it's just popping up blue. Oh, the scheme category, not the scheme type. Go up the one up above yeah. that. Oh, oh, oh. I'm okay. Sorry. There you go. Scheme categories. Click okay. on that. Gotcha. And it should give you a drop down, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Is it showing anything? Okay. It's not showing. Not showing anything to us. Yeah, it will in a minute. I think I'm. I'm having a delay for some reason. I'm getting. Gotcha. I'm getting toyed with again. So it popped up for me. So it should be just a minute. The fact that we're suddenly having glitches tells me that this might be a feasible thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this, I really, we just wanted to, I mean, there's, there's so many different things here. There you go. Okay, can I you still see? doesn't want to. No, not yet. <laughs> if I click out to come back to the uh, broadcast dashboard to see you guys, this will go away, so I'm going to stay here. So you're going to, we're going to have to play the blind game, and you tell me which way to go. Yeah, this, there's nothing on the screen. This is weird. Really? So yeah. I'm looking at advanced payment, chain letter, charity fraud, contest prize or sweepstakes, educational fraud, employment, false bill or notice, fiduciary, harassment, imposter, insurance, international fraud, investment lottery medical quackery merchandise or services mortgage fraud personal real estate sexually oriented advertisement and other scheme categories those are the categories holy you, you crap could, we could do so much with those yeah you can you could actually use harassment that's harassment i never requested this could harass me with a ballot lotteries, the the medical handouts like all of that can be prosecuted yep. under this yep and I'll tell you this, this, so these inspector generals for the postal service, not that they have a lot of time on their hands, but <laughs> they don't have a lot of cases to, to process. And so when they get stuff, they, they actually investigate it. They do, and well, they send really stuff two, out. Two of those guys were the people to investigate the anthrax attacks. That's it. Yep. Yep. So if they can yep. do that. <laughs> yep. Isn't it crazy? So yeah, it never ended up popping up on our screen, but that's okay. We can go back to the uh, to the other page, Justice. Okay. So back up top here or to the website? You can go back to the website. So that just gives you an idea of what you could do. So to answer your question, Crash, yeah, you could absolutely file a mail fraud complaint. Say I, I got an unsolicited ballot in the mail. Um, you would just put in their harassment and then find the subcategory that close fits it and just bill it out and they'll investigate it. They'll send, this is what's funny. It's like, there have been people who have gotten threatening communications from uh, bill collectors, like these people who buy these debts, right? Um, that's actually an unlawful process, practice. Because remember when I go back 
to our very first lesson is there's only two ways people can make you do something if you're the property or if you have a contract. So you had a contract with somebody else. They chose to renege on that contract and they sold that contract to a third party. Well, you don't have a contract with that third party. You have no lawful obligation to fulfill that. So if a debt collector is harassing you, on first of all, if they call you on the phone and say, I only want any communication from you from now on through the mail. So you're kind of setting them up. Then they send you something in the mail. You file a mail fraud complaint, and they'll go away real quick because they don't want that on record. So just a little side side tidbit. So there, we do so. have a couple of questions here. Um, I'll pop them up on the screen. Can you see them? Do you have another screen open? I don't. I'm on my I, I I'm on my iPad, so I'm not able to okay. to see. All right. So I have State, who's with us. Nice to see you again. Um, yes. Question is, did they get mailed? I'm not. I don't 100% understand that question. Um, Did what get mailed? The affidavits or? Yeah, that's what I'm, I have state. Could you clarify that question? Yeah, that'd be good. What What do you mean by that? I, I think then, she's referring to the vaccine lottery information and stuff like that. Because that was six oh, months ago. Yeah, okay. if they got mailed, yes, file a mail fraud complaint for that. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, I guess I think Elizabeth Bordeaux is talking about um, mail and voting. Only, yeah, yeah. It, it depends, Elizabeth, if the if your state legislature had passed that already, because the Constitution, the federal Ballots Constitution, you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. So the the federal Constitution says that the states individually are responsible for how they run their elections. So if if Oregon state legislature and your ridiculous governor, I'm sorry, she needs to go. Anyway, um, <laughs> if, if she signed that and said, yeah, this is our new law, then, then that would apply. But if they just arbitrarily, arbitrarily because of COVID sent all your ballots through the mail, then they broke and they, they, they violated existing law. So yeah, you could. So they what did Iowa State say? through a certain process in order to change any voting laws so correct they did not follow that process because of covid and they bypassed anything constitutionally to be able to mail in anything mm -hmm. then everything they mailed from what i'm understanding is brought yep. prosecute through yep. this yes you can yeah yep, yep yes you can so and that would be great if we got a bunch of patriots to fill out mail fraud complaints on these unsolicited ballots that's going to raise a lot of eyebrows for sure i mean that's a little thing that we can do and uh this this process that we're talking about here it takes you takes you uh much further than that so um oh good you found the website so i believe right there file a complaint all right so this for is the, for the for bar grievance yeah so this this would be the updated information so we want, we'd want to make sure that's corrected on the site but if you click on that link there, file a complaint, what does it take you to? I wonder if it's something you this, can do. This is Where's the link it? I have on the site, just so you know. Oh, it is? Okay, good. So you're way ahead of me. That's good to know. So, um, oh, it tells you what to expect. She's usually way ahead of me, too. She's Yeah, yeah, I, she's I can like tell. She's pretty, she's pretty freaking smart. <laughs> so, okay. Uh -oh. so, don't pay any attention to this, what to expect, what not to expect. I mean, this is garbage okay they're not going to investigate their own member let's just be serious this is just here to save face um like i said Unlike before the we post office. 
you're exactly unlike the post office it's different they do investigate this stuff this is you're talking i mean this this would be like calling the general manager of the new york yankees and saying that hey one of your players is being a jerk to the to me it's like he says i don't care right <laughs> something along those club. lines right it's a, club. it's a club yeah it's a club so we don't we don't care about it um but what we do care about is when we file this this complaint this grievance they have to notify their uh they have to notify their insurance. So there it is right there. If you're unable to complain, complete the complaint online, please print and mail the form. I would strongly sec- suggest you just print and mail the form. Anyway, right. So exactly. Pr- yeah, even though it's nice and easy to put it online, that's, that's simple. Just print it and mail it because you want those copies. You're going to need those copies, especially if this attorney keeps poking his nose where it doesn't belong and you have to include him in your lawsuit. So... You, you want to do that so exactly information well so it's it looks like a, somewhat of a simple process um i'm yep. sure if they don't have a print out you can contact the organization to send you one i'm assuming i'm looking here to see if they have a pdf where you could actually print it out yeah they do they, we just saw it. scroll back up a little bit on the page there you did i missed it i'm sorry yeah it was right if you keep going up Right before you started this form here, stop right there. Oh, okay, so See, Elizabeth it's like the fourth line down. If you are unable to complete the complaint, please print right there. The word print oh, gotcha, is highlighted. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I didn't read it. There we go. Yeah. Okay, okay, so Elizabeth is saying that she is getting mail about getting the injection. Where to get it and using a directive manner. Um, yeah, so that's medical fraud. That is medical fraud. File a mail, mail fraud complaint. Do it. That's uh, that's the that's the simplest and easiest thing you can do. You can actually file that one online. Even, I mean, it, unless you want to stick it to them and take it through the affidavit process, but that's up to you. So, I kind of yeah. want to go after like Walgreens and Walmart and all those people. I know. That this is this is medical fraud. Costco. Yeah, yeah. So I do have to Costco. tell you this, guys. So. There's a guy, um, I, I apologize, I don't remember his name, and I think he kind of left it out, but um, he's in Boston, Massachusetts, and he brought a case. He did the affidavit process, took a case to a federal court against Whole Foods, you know, the grocery store chain Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah they, they kept forcing him to, to wear a mask. Well, this was, this was the brilliance of what he did. So he filed the case in federal court. Their attorneys filed a motion to dismiss for lack of subject matter jurisdiction. So we talked about what a court needs, and we'll talk about more about that moving forward. Um, but the long and short of it is this attorney for Whole Foods was arguing that because they're a private company and they have a policy of no shoes, no shirt, no service, they just put in no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service, that they could refuse service to anyone. And they could selectively discriminate against people. So it was actually a pretty compelling argument from that attorney's side. And if it were me, I would have just motioned that stupid thing right out. I would have said, hey, this is my objection to this motion. This guy has no personal subject matter knowledge of the situation. Get him out of here. You know, I, basically, I'm telling the, the judge, say, hey, judge, do you do you allow hearsay in your courtroom? Is that okay with you? Because if it is, then we're going to go ahead and keep this. If not, then tell this guy to get, take a hike. But... 
this this gentleman re- responded, and he, he had such, and I believe it was something he took from Alphonse, but um, his response was in response to your no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. He said, um, I can understand the hygiene, the, the hygiene part of the no shoes, no shirt, but I cannot breathe through my nipples or my toes. So tell me how covering my mouth and my nose is a is a hygienic problem. Right. Like, good point. Very good point. Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, I'm curious to see how that case turns out. But he's in he's actively litigating that case right now. Yeah, that's great. And they were also practicing medicine without a license because exactly. they were that's what I would have responded. You have oh, he to did. He did. take a, a temperature by a grocery store clerk is going to determine whether I'm sick or not. Yeah. You're not wow. licensed. Mr. I would love, store. can I, can I please see which medical school you graduated from? Number one. And then number two, the medical licensing test that you were required to take and pass to, in order to practice medicine in whichever state you're in. So, and the license yeah, that agree. allows employees to practice medicine without Correct. license. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I mean, there's well, it's authorized it, right? Yeah. I mean, this, this is, this is the, this is the struggle. Like crash. You just said, you want to go after all of these. I mean, there's, there's too many people to choose from. It really is. <laughs> there's so many people that have committed crimes under the color of law. And so I, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to pick the lowest hanging fruit, which, which was that. So for me, it's, it's the local school district boards. It's the, um, I've got a, 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 a woman I'm helping here locally. She's gone after our governor. She's gone after the state health department. She's gone after, um, the Lieutenant governor. So the sky's the limit here, guys. And, and it, the FDA it needs to, the FDA needs to, because if nothing else, what they've withheld from the public with treatments only so that they could sustain the EUA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That alone, it, it, that is just like, it, it makes what happened in Germany look like nothing because this is a global thing and that is a direct and deliberate decision to do that in order to proceed for financial business. Like yeah. that's really all. They don't care about the eugenics and all the Bill Gates. They care about the patents through the CDC that they're tied to so that they can make money. They don't yeah. care what happens to anybody else. They don't care that they could take these other things, these more natural things that can't be patented or that they have, you know, cheaper options for or generic options for. They, or they even, don't want anything the, to do with that. Even the HCQ. Mm-hmm. Well, you I know, mean, like you could something that was patented and on the market that just they hid and, and ridiculed. It's well, been no, around because for there's a generic. Years. There's a generic, so they can't make money off of it. Of and yeah, that generic, that generic they sells say, for like $6 a dose or well, $4 a dose. They say, yeah, once they say that, you know, hey, you can use this, then people are going to go, oh, cool. Well, I can do wormwood or I could do tonic water and I can just have a gin and tonic at night and I'm cool. I have a prophylactic. And then you go down further in the wormwood rabbit hole and go, okay, well, there was no trigger word. So all we were able to treat was the cold, common colds, flus, and all this other stuff with quinine this whole time. And that was withheld. So that goes back, mm-hmm. way back to the Flexner report of 
how long have they been committing this medical fraud in order to make a profit? Well, that's that's the unfortunate thing. And a lot of people ask, you know, why even bother do this affidavit process? What's the point of this? Right. It's like, listen, if, if I could serve affidavits to someone and they would stop committing crimes or they'd stop doing the stupid things they're doing, I would do it all day long and just walk away. But like you've alluded to, Crash, the problem is, is that's not the way the world works. As much as I would love for it to work that way, it doesn't. The world revolves, unfortunately, around money. And the only way to get these idiots to stop doing the stupid stuff they're doing is to go after their money in their pockets. Yeah. And that's what will start to and, – and this is why Alphonse is, is, is as passionate as he is. And this is why I'm as passionate as I am is because I, I – like, Crash, I can't, I can't enforce your rights. Justice, I can't, I can't go after somebody that has harmed you. I cannot take a claim against them. It's got to come from you. You guys have to learn this. This is why I want to teach as many people as I can in the way that I can do it. And if they have questions, ask me, I'll answer them. I'm never, ever, ever gonna send a bill to anybody for anything that I do. That's just not who I am. And that's not how we as Americans, as men and women that occupy this country, that's not how we change things. That's not how we get back to what the founders wanted and established. So, yeah. you know, but but to your point, um, Crash, you, you mentioned the hypocrisy that goes on. I mean, I was, I was listening to a podcast as I was driving back home to my excuse me, back here to my hotel. And the, the guy pulls up this interview from one of these these Texas Democrats that left the state, right? They jump on a private plane and they can fly to Washington, D.C. Well, what do these morons do? They get on this plane, every last one of them, and they take this, this, this picture, and guess what not one of them is wearing? Not one of them has a mask on, right? Wait a second. I thought that that was a TSA directive. I thought that, that I mean, I... Because I travel quite a bit for my job, and it's pounded into our heads that it's federal law. I actually had this discussion with an employee, uh, excuse me, with a coworker of mine at lunch today. We're sitting there at lunch, and we're talking. Somehow the, the the discussion came up about airlines and the masks, and I said I'm against any airline that forces a stupid face diaper on me. And, and the guy says, "Well, it's federal law, isn't it?" I said, "Well, is it?" He's like, "Yeah, that's what they say. It must be." And I said, and this, "Okay, this this is going to make you guys laugh." This guy I was talking to, he's a great guy. Um, he's former law enforcement, 26, 27 years in law enforcement. So wouldn't you think these guys would know? So I, I, I challenged him. I said, I tell you what, here's your challenge. I said, you find that federal law, you you, you find the statute and the code, and I said, I'll give you 100 bucks right now. He's like, you're on. So the next 15 minutes, he's got, he's got his phone, and he's like, uh, nope, that's not it. Uh, nope, that's not it. He's looking all over the place. And I was like, any luck finding that, that federal law? No, I can find article after article that it's federal law. I was like, I don't care about an article. I want the actual federal law. Right, right. It doesn't exist. It's not there. No. Well, you it's can't not federal law. Yeah. It, that, that, it, it that's where is. people with, with all over here, I'm sure, you know, all over where you live, too, was, you know, masks. Uh, it's the law. So yeah. I, people would say that's no, it is not the law. It's called a mandate, and you should look it up. There was no due process. There was no nope. nothing. It's nope. not a law. No. Nope. So here's what a lot of people don't understand. To force something like that on us is to deprive us of a number of rights, but primarily the, the first rights that were ever listed is our right to life, liberty, and our pursuit of happiness. The very first one is our right to life. Mm -hmm. You force a mask on somebody, you are threatening that right. It's been proven, scientifically proven, 
there's all kinds of bacteria that's collected in that mask that actually can develop into a serious infection and can kill you. And has. Not and has. Children are forcing getting strep and exactly. Uh, I think, and that's I think that's a small thing. Wasn't it documented from the nineteen eighteen flu? It was. Yeah, bacterial pneumonia was was the number one killer of those people. Right. Not, not the flu. The not the Spanish flu. Exactly. The bacterial pneumonia. So this now, this Dr. is where Simone we gold had a had a different take on the constitutional thing that I, than I did. And I'm I'm with you. And I'm okay. with her too. What'd she say? She she got me on like this makes sense. So she went up there and she said of all the constitutional rights that all of this is violating the fourth amendment is yep. the key because you know i always read that as just search and seizure she's like no it's broken down with commas and legally that means that they are separated as individuals so you have the right of the people to be secure in their persons yep yep houses okay papers, papers. yep yep so those are the two key right now that they are directly violating in every way shape and form and if yep. they come and knock on my door then houses is part of that yep yep so i mean when it, let me ask you this did question you, crash you, have you did, ever you ever you ever traveled through an airport I'm you ever pilot. you ever taken a trip on an airplane i, I would hope so <laughs> you you have i'm asking you have you ever have you ever gone through an airport and what's the first thing that happens before they even let you get to the gate? What do you have to do? You have to go through security. Okay. You have to go through security. How far? I mean, like, I get out of my car. Where are we going? I'm, ta I'm talking you've walked in the door at the airport. Okay. okay. Now you're, like, in the main lobby area where typically the baggage claim is for people who are just arriving. You're leaving. So you go. You check your bag. Now you're walking towards the gate. You cannot get to the gate until you go through security, right? Right. That is a violation of our Fourth Amendment. Right. Yes, it is. It's a blatant I, violation. I that. It's a blatant violation because, and, and what 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 did we do? And I say we collectively. I don't mean you, the three of us, or those right. who are watching. I mean, what did we collectively do as a nation after? And we can have a whole other discussion about nine eleven. <laughs> after that, I'm reading a book right now that like, don't get me started on this. <laughs> yeah, so after that whole situation, what did people do willingly? We gave away that freedom, that that constitutionally secured right for a little bit of safety. I mean, the, the Ben Franklin was right. I mean, if it's not more true today as it was back then, I mean, those who give up their freedom for a little bit of safety, they deserve neither. Mm -hmm. So if that's what we're yep. willing to do, if we're willing to give up our freedom to be secure in our persons, if we're willing to give up our freedom to allow us to choose what's best for us, then we don't deserve freedom. We just don't. Yeah, that's not. You know, I had. It's not. I actually had um, in one of our Telegram chats. Uh, let me see if I can find it. There was a. Um, um, there was an individual. Oh shoot, I can't find it. Um, there's an individual who said that. You know, they, they wanted to sign this petition or, or something like that, but it was too much work to do. I, I mean, it was an online petition would have taken you maybe three seconds to sign. Um, and I found the quote from Sam Adams who said, you know, those of you who are willing to just sit idly by, I'm paraphrasing here, 
butchering this, I know, but he basically said, if, if, if those of you who are willing to sit idly by and you're secure and you're happy with your wealth, but you don't want to do anything with your freedom, he basically said, just get the crap out of here and let's just hope that history forgets you wherever our countrymen. So that's where we are. That's where we are today. Yeah. And that's that's why I'm so passionate about teaching teaching this because I know this is a way that, that we as Americans can assert our rights. We never lost our rights. Just people think that our rights have been taken away. They've never been taken away. It's just that we've unknowingly given them away. We've and been we very passive. With, well Exactly. Not, exactly. Not like us if you here, but it, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, if you choose to engage in this game that these people are playing, you're waiving all kinds of constitutionally secured rights. You don't even know you're waiving. Yeah. And that's that's not right. No. So. And it's and it's um, boy, I really if I would if I were to go after anyone, it would be the television stations. The oh, yeah. News. Oh, yeah. So they've, they're they've the committed... ones that are facilitating all of it. Well, and, and, and you've got a really strong case that they're committing um, terrorism, acts of terrorism. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right? Especially now we're, we're, you know, if you go with it's 10% that's being reported, and we have 10,000 deaths reported. Mm -hmm. That's 100,000 people that are actually dead. I've, and that is, you, we that talked is about being this. generous because they said, uh, Harvard actually said 1%, not 10%. Exactly what I'm saying. It's like I'm hearing yeah. reports anywhere from one all the way up to ten. So let's just say it's ten percent for the benefit awful. of the doubt. That's uh, still a hundred thousand people. Yeah. So heartbreaking. I think you posted, I don't know, but uh, on our telegram chat, not the affidavit one, but the crash and justice one, the blonde healthcare worker. And it was probably thirty minutes she's driving in her car and she was basically saying, I believed it. You know, she said, you guys know what political side I'm on. She was probably saying DEMs. Um, I believed it. I wanted to do my part. And she, she talks now with a stutter and she has had headaches. She got her shot in in, Jan in December. It was heart wrenching. I didn't finish yeah. it, um, but I'm going to finish yeah. it. But she's basically saying I've made such a mistake. There's something wrong. And, yeah. and, and I think it goes along with the same thing. A lot of people are you know, they go to the big anti-VAX thing, but it's, you know, it's this one. This is the one we're talking about. Not all the others, this one. Yeah. And all these people, she's saying there's something wrong with this one. What what she has seen as a healthcare worker, the amount of injuries that are coming in after. Um, and it's heartbreaking. It, it brought tears to my eyes. It was heart-wrenching. Some people yeah. were like, ha ha, you know, it serves you right, that kind of thing. We didn't want division. That's the thing about mm. Christian loving people. We don't want division. No. We, we, want don't want we also didn't want to be right about this. That's the thing that people just don't get. Nobody about. wants to be right. Nobody wanted to be right about this. Everybody yeah. wants to be wrong, but we wanted to be we wanted to say this is what the science actually says. This is what the prior studies showed. Please be careful and make a better decision and mm -hmm. wait. And they right. didn't. And Right. I mean, for months we just posted and posted and we just we just want to say have grace with people, folks, have grace with people because they've been taught to listen to the media. Some people just never believed it and never subscribed to it and really stay away from it. Some there you people go. Hope yep. They believe it. There you go. There you go. Yep. There you go. Um, 
So just have grace with people because people felt like they were told they were doing the right thing and they were told they were being good citizens and they really truly thought they are and were. So love your fellow brother and sister and, and have grace with these people because they exactly. thought they were doing right. I've been handing so, this out to people that are like, hey, I got it. I'm like, cool, take this for three days. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. You know, and, and and to your to your point, to each of your point, you know, that that's what these affidavits do, guys. We don't want harm. I, I personally don't want harm or damage to anybody. That's not no. who I am. It's not how I was raised. No. That's not what I believe in. I don't want anyone to get hurt. And that goes for anybody that I serve my affidavits to. There is no there's no threats of violence or anything in any of these things that we do. That's not why we do this. The, 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 the constitution is very clear and the founders were very clear. It's like, listen, we, we understand there's going to be disputes. We understand that people aren't going to be able to work out those, those conflicts mutually. So there might have to be a third party that gets involved. So let's give them that Avenue to do that. And that Avenue has been hidden from us. It's not that it doesn't still exist. It's there. It's just been hidden from us, you know. So um, I know we're getting close to the hour, but real quick, yeah. I just one one thing I thought was interesting this last week. You guys probably all saw that President Trump came out and said he's filing a class action lawsuit against big tech. That's great. However, when I read his paperwork, his attorneys are playing in that rule, in that in that I, I talked to that sandbox, right? They're playing in that sandbox. So I hope God bless him. I hope something comes of it, you know, and, and if yeah. anybody's got money to throw around to do it, he does, but. Right. And anyone that has experience with lawsuits, he does too. It's exactly. Like he's, he's been fighting them his entire life in New yeah. York with his buildings. Yeah. And, so. and he's been, excuse me, he's been playing in that, that bar system, that bar association game. So more power to him. I hope it's successful. I really do because uh, I, you guys know censorship is at an all time high. And it's disgusting and it needs to stop. But yep. we're at the mercy of, of other people until now. So this, so, so the, the methods that Alphonse teaches, the, mes the methods that I'm taking from him and passing on to others is this is how you and I, the little, little peon, whatever you want to call us, the little man on the totem pole, this is how we can still have a voice and how we can, we can make change. You know, the, yeah. Lieutenant General Flynn said local action will have national impact. Right. This is how we do this. Right. Um, I can't give out too much details yet, but we are very, very close on a significant lawsuit that will have a massive impact in the state of Utah. That's fantastic. Very, very close. So it's good news. I mean, it's moving right along, which is what we want to see. And I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of mind boggling on some hands where we haven't heard anything, but okay that's how you want to play this game right. i mean you never know how these things go but alphonse says you got to quit playing defense go on offense right. this is how we go on offense we do this in federal court we do this this way so if anybody has any questions you guys i'm i i'm always on telegram that's pretty much the only thing i'm on anymore okay. um so if you're trying to find Plus me on two. facebook i i have i know i have it there but i never look at it so if you're trying to find right. me anywhere else outside of that i apologize um, but if there's any questions, I'll, I'll do what I can to help you. I may not have an answer. Um, and there's just some situations that are heartbreaking. I, I had one of, one of the listeners reach out to me about her situation. It was a, involving child family services. And, and 
it broke my heart to hear her story yeah. because I love my kids with all my heart and, and I don't ever want to see innocent little children thrown around in the system. And, and as much as I tried to think about what I could do to help her, I just couldn't come up with anything that we could do. There's just some situations that are so, so complex and so convoluted that it's really hard to find those solutions. Yes. But, but try I to think- try to make it as basic as you can get back to the basics of it. And once you're able to do that, once you start thinking it that way, then you'll see, Oh, there is a path forward here. I think and, we're and all right. um, on I'm Telegram say, now. Yeah. Yeah. We, Good. I, I did my last tweet a couple days ago. And Good for you. This is, this is said everything. It was the one where you broke down all the patents and everything. I was like, I was right along. This is my last tweet. I'm out. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that interview, James? Um, the one with the patents? The, yes, it was the uh, Reinick Fuller um, from Germany, the lawyer from Germany that had sued the Deutsche Bank and Volkswagen. He's doing like a global, uh, uh, um, what is it? Everybody together. Uh, World Health oh Organization? God. No, no. The, when people sue, everybody together. Oh, class action? Class, class action. action. Yes, class, class action. action. Yes. So he's doing the uh, against all of these world leaders for crimes against humanity. You know that, right? Oh, good for, yes, yeah, good for, I'm just going to say I did hear about this, yes. So he interviewed um, the gentleman who is, I think, uh, it's like the top financial firm that does auditing and so forth, has a lot to do with money, where it goes and so forth. And this guy found all the patents to everything. It's very compelling. I'll send you the link. It's definitely. Yeah, I'm not surprised. There's, There's nothing more. That's the proof. Period. I'm not End surprised. I'm not surprised. You know, when 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 Dr. Fraudchi makes a uh, makes a, a a prediction in 2017 that There's during a president that lines up with that exactly that President Trump it's, would have a major pandemic outbreak during his president. You okay, need to watch so, it. You're getting a surprise. Just, a surprise. He said. I'm like, how do you know if it's a surprise? Right. Exactly. exactly. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's just too. I don't. I don't believe in coincidences. Never have. Never will. That's just right. too much of a coincidence to say. Okay, something's not going on here. Yeah, so right. Yeah, Lori, we love. Uh, we we love Rainier too. He's doing an amazing job. Um, taking on. He's taken on the world basically, and his his uh, handful of attorneys. So he's doing amazing things. But yeah. Yeah. So if if you've been kicked off Telegram, it can't hurt you to join in with President Trump's suit. Go ahead and do it. It'll give him more power. Better. Give my, mom Twitter. Twitter. My, yeah, my mom got any of them. off Twitter. Any of them. He's doing Facebook, Twitter, Google, and I don't know who else. Sorry. Uh, with everything that I have said on Twitter, my mom got kicked off for asking our governor if he read that 5,000-page bill. All she said was, did you read it? And then she lost her account. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you say all kinds of crap. It's <laughs> so it's selective. Funny. It's so it's selective. It's well, it's like um, somebody brought up the point today that, you know, what's going on in Cuba? You know, all the all the um, uprisings, these people want their freedom, rightfully so. Yeah. And all of these yeah. these communist regime leaders that have their Twitter accounts, they also have the blue check marks. Yeah. They're all good to go. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 we exactly. kick everybody. Else. There's yeah. I mean, if people can't see what's going on here, then they're either blind and stupid or both. Well, or they're not, or they're not exposed since the first, like the yeah. first, like whisper of this. I was like, mm-hmm. "This isn't good." My family's from Havana. 
I was like, no, everybody, stop. Don't comply. Don't shut your business down. Don't put a mask on. Don't do anything that they tell you to do. I have been screaming yeah. it from the first moments because I was like, I know yeah. what this is. We need to not right. do it. And yeah. it's just, and now those poor people are like, come help us. And I'm like, we're screwed too. And then you had, I, I don't know the name of the guy, but he got up and said, if you try to come here illegally, don't. Yeah, that moron from uh, Homeland, Homeland Security. They've opened Something the like borders that. to let everyone from Guatemala, Central and South America, Mexico come into our country. And you know they bust them. They got like a 300 pound yes, They did. Yes, they did. You know, you know that was a George Soros funded operation. You know that. When they had so, shirts. This says this says Biden let us in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who yeah. do you think made those shirts, right? Because they, they just totally made those up on the road on the way on the way in. <laughs> yeah. Pretty interesting. Uh, I, I, I saw this I saw this meme. I think you'll appreciate Crash. You know, it's the meme of this husband and wife laying in bed. I don't know if you've seen this where it says me, what she's thinking, and the anyway, so so the the meme is is um the the wife or the the woman sitting there going i wonder what he's thinking or he's probably thinking about something else and he's thinking i wonder how i can get guns into cuba <laughs> that's it that's what he was thinking <laughs> i wonder that's how funny. i can run guns into cuba <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah let's let's get these citizens armed let's get these people to get their their freedom so yeah. bless their hearts you know and, and isn't it yeah. isn't it ironic in all these places around the world that are seeking their freedom, what flag are they waving? Ours. It's, flag. it's our flag. It's the flag hanging behind Justice's head right now, every time, because it's always been a symbol of freedom. Yeah. Oh, Justice so, is driving me nuts, just by the way, when you have it on the wall, it's this tweet. Yes, up and down? not that way, okay. up and down, the other way. All right, we'll yeah. change it. Yeah, because if it's, if it's not on a flagpole, it's supposed to be hanging the other way. Yep. I right. think, yeah. That's okay. This, of course, coming from military. You're never too old to learn. Good job. <laughs> I know it's not supposed to touch the ground, and I know it's not supposed to stay out after dark unless it's illuminated by a light. Those are things I know. There, there you go. There you go. No, and I, I do this, know this how to call it. No, Crash is saying this is coming from, from former military, so she knows her stuff uh, when it comes to flags. So, oh, I know. And you know what's interesting? So, I, I, and not, not to get off off topic, but I'm, I'm sitting here in Wisconsin, and I'm about five minutes away from the world's largest. United States flag. It's 70 feet tall by 140 feet wide. Is that the one wow. they put on the Hoover Dam? Uh, no, that's actually smaller than this flag. Oh. So this you know, this flag is flying out in front of an insurance building that's out here. And when it's when it's on the flagpole and you're driving down the freeway, it is massive. So it's, it's very Wow, cool. that's cool. You got to take some video. My, well, my unfortunately, it's pouring rain out here, so they have the flag put away. But. Oh. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, it all right. So, um, what do you guys think? Where are we? We're at an hour and seven. Anybody else yep. have any questions or comments? Let's see what we've got over here. Thank you. God bless you all for doing what you're doing. Be safe and well. Thank you, Lori. Um, by far, busy far into denial, doing things. I have state doing things to block info. Oh yeah. That's a lot of Betsy's. <laughs> A lot of Betsy's. Okay. All right. So we will um, we'll move on to step number four and have some more mm -hmm. chit chat and discussion. Uh, we'll let you folks know when number four is going to be um, put up as we continue to build the website. The step is up there.
So we've got that ready to talk about. Um, the website is on the Affidavits 101 Telegram. So you can find that, Affidavits with an S, 101 Telegram chat. You can go in there. I have a file on the top. The link is posted. You can access some of the documents that James uh, has has shared with us with the PDF with the um, presentation and the PDF with the um, affidavit documents as well as being on the website. So that's on the Affidavits 101 Telegram chat. And we'll post it up there and all the other social channels that we have for you all uh, as soon as we pick a time and date for step number four. Cool. Should we uh, say a prayer? Does anybody want to say yeah. a prayer? You bet. Not Crash, it. how about you? Oh, no. I called you out. I called you out first. <laughs> I knew you were going to. I said, I'm not it. Yeah, uh, not, that means, that, that means that. I'm up next. Justice that means I'm up next. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Am I I'm saying it? Oh, okay. No, Crash, right. I called you out, Crash. I said, <laughs> and I said you, you, and I said, that. I'm up next. Didn't it? That's how I it works. I'm not good at that. Y'all do it. Okay, I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> James, right. how about you do that? You want okay. me to say it? I'll pray. Sure. Okay. Oh, you bet. You bet. Our Father in Heaven, we're truly grateful for these two beautiful women who have brought this message to the world and who have made this possible. We're grateful for their freedom-loving souls and for who they are and what they stand for. We're grateful, Father, for all of the things that Thou continues to bless us with. And we ask us in our time of need, especially during this time where so many questions are unanswered and so many things that we worry about on a daily basis. We ask us, we ask thee to guide us and to bless us with thy spirit. Help us to remember that it is through thy son, Jesus Christ, our savior, that we, we can find the light, we can find the truth. And if we continue to follow his teachings and his pathway forward, that we will be the, the beacon to the rest of our brothers and sisters, to the rest of our fellow Americans, and really to the rest of those who are seeking freedom throughout the world. We're grateful for all that thou has given to us. We're grateful for all the blessings we give us. And we pray in his name, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See, I couldn't have done that. Yes, you, you could have. You totally <laughs> could everyone, everyone has their own way. So thank That's you. That's right. Thank you all for watching. And uh, James, um, we send that prayer back to you too. Because without thank you. you, without not having met you, we wouldn't be bringing this information to everybody. So. Well, everything we'll happens just, for a reason, right? <laughs> it does. I feel like it does, and we'll just keep we'll just keep sharing and keep moving forward. And um, you know, reach out to us, however you can, the chat or one of our other options. If you have any questions, have any information, you need anything, um, you know where to find us. So have bl a blessed day, everybody. And until next time, we will um, we will see you soon. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, you guys. Take care, everyone. Right. Bye bye. bye, -bye.